This is the FBCG Live podcast with Pastor John K. Jenkins Sr. Today's message is entitled, What Spirit is Leading You? We're experiencing a spirit of division within our nation. We have to choose to either listen to the voice of God or the voice of others. Wherever you're joining us from, we pray this message encourages and empowers you in your daily walk with God. I am honored and grateful for the privilege to uh, share with you the word that God has put on my heart. I have... I have had strong concerns and stress over the past several weeks, strong concerns and stress, which are unusual for me. I'm not a stress-filled person. I am an individual who has learned about the sovereignty of God and how much God is in charge and in control. And so I'm not generally stressed out. I'm not a person who uh, gets overly concerned. But in the midst of the conditions that we're in in our country today, on top of the pandemic challenges that people are facing. And when you add to it the financial concerns that people are worried about how they're going to pay their bills because they've lost their jobs or their jobs are being threatened or their business has gone out of, gone out of business. Uh, I, 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 have, I have had a voice trying to talk to me in the back of my head that I don't usually listen to. It's a voice that seeks to bring concern and tension regarding these matters, as well as bring concern to me about what the outcome of this election might be, as well as the response of how people might respond. That voice has been talking to me about it. Uh, That voice brings tension about these candidates, both candidates, as well as their policies and their positions both of their policies and positions will impact your way of living, both of them. No matter who's elected, somehow or another, you're going to be impacted. That's why it's important for you to vote. You will be impacted and our communities will be impacted one way or the other and our nation will be impacted. And some of these decisions will have impact far beyond today, far beyond Tuesday. Some of these decisions will have impact that will last for decades. And so that voice has been talking to me, trying to keep me up at night. It brings worry and anxiety into a lot of people's lives. And it wants me to fear about the future. It wants me to have concern about tomorrow, about my kids and my grandkids. And so that voice has been talking to me. And uh, though these choices of these two candidates are not crystal clear, they're not clear. It's, it's It's a stressful thing because... Neither one of these candidates nor the political parties that they represent are without some principles or policies that are in contrast or contradiction to my convictions and the teachings of the word of God. Both of them have policies and positions and stated platforms that are against. I'm already preaching, y'all. Don't don't, don't wait for my scripture or my subject. It's coming. But I got to lay the foundation for where I am. I know some of y'all say he's just talking. No, no, I'm preaching. I'm preaching right now. So uh, they don't they don't solidly stand in every position that they have on biblical truth. So it makes the decision tough and difficult. There are ungodly principles and unscriptural and troubling postures on both sides of the aisle. And I know and realize that this is a conversation 
not just that I'm having, but a lot of people are having. It's being had all over the country. Not only is a conversation being had, that same voice that is trying to institute fear and worry and anxiety in me is also talking to many of you. That voice is screaming and hollering and talking. It speaks to blacks. It speaks to whites. It speaks to Hispanic. It speaks to Asians. That voice speaks to the rich, to the poor, to the employed, the unemployed, the young, the old, the saved, as well as the unsaved. That voice is seeking to do this, facilitate division. It is trying to bring vision. So the very first thing you and I got to come to grips with is that what is happening in our country and what is happening around the nation is a spirit of division has rose up and taken charge. It is, yes, saints, it is a spiritual battle. It's a spiritual war. Let's not lose track of that. It's a demon that is influencing and speaking and talking and is talking to everybody. That voice is talking to everybody. And the problem is a whole lot of people are listening. Go on and preach, Pastor Jenkins. I'm doing the best that I can. A lot of us are listening. A lot of a lot of people are listening to that voice. But I decided I have decided to make a choice. I'm not listening to that voice. I'm not going to give that voice weight. I have decided I'm not going to give it status. It is seeking to bring division. Our country is more divided in my, in my lifetime than it's ever been divided. It is a divided nation. It is, it is tension-filled. It's a divided nation. That voice is seeking even to bring anxiety that if your candidate don't win, how are you going to respond? So I thought I ought to spend a few moments today. Matter of fact, the spirit of God told me to tell you what I'm going to tell you today. It is important for you to hear what I'm about to say to you. I'm not going to preach long. I just probably be the shortest sermon message I'll preach today. <laughs> but he God has clearly told me that uh, we have a choice as to what voice we're going to hear. I've thought long and hard and prayed about this. And the Holy Spirit responded by giving me clear directions that he told me to talk to you from this passage right here. Second Timothy, chapter one, verse seven. Second Timothy. Here's here's what I want to talk about for the next remaining moments that I have. Second Timothy, chapter one, verse seven. And here's what it says. Uh, For God has not given us. A spirit of fear. But of power. And of love. And of a sound mind. It is in this passage that the Apostle Paul writes to his spiritual son, Timothy. And Timothy uh, is starting his pastorate. He is a young pastor and his father in the ministry, Paul, is talking to Timothy. And Paul is in prison. He is writing to him behind jail bars to give some advice and counsel to his son in the ministry, Timothy. And what he says to him is so profound and powerful. That whole, the whole epistle of Timothy is filled with wisdom and guidance. And even what, he, what Paul has to say to Timothy was so powerful that it's appropriate and apropos for us to talk about today. It speaks to us. Matter of fact, it spoke to me. The spirit of the, the Holy Spirit spoke to me and said, talk to the people about this. And that's what I thought I ought to be talking to you. And I'm, 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 I'm titling this message, What Spirit is Leading You? 
What, what spirit is guiding your choices, your decisions, your actions, your posture, your peace, whether you can be at rest or at peace? What are you listening to? Because here's what's clear. If you listen to the news, you're going to be frustrated, upset, mad, angry if you listen to the news. It doesn't matter which, which channel you listen to. Matter of fact, most of us, our, 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 we are guided by the news that we watch, not by the scriptures that we read. This is what we got to be guided by, the scriptures that we read, not by the news that we watch. I think I've said that before and I need to say it again. We don't let the news guide our choices and our decisions. But unfortunately, too many people are being fed. And some of the stuff that you hear on the news is just not true. Some of it's false. A lot of it's false. But the fact of the matter is we have to be discerning people and we have to be led by the spirit of God. And the Paul, Paul says to Timothy, I got two points with a couple of sub points. Here's my first point. Don't be led by fear. That's what the very beginning of the verse says. For God has not given us a spirit of fear. Don't be led by fear. A lot of people are making choices based on their fear of what might happen if this happens or if that happens. People are led by fear. But the spirit of God doesn't lead by fear. He doesn't direct our choices or our decisions by fear. As a matter of fact, when fear comes in the picture, you can already know that it is the opposite of how God operates. God does not operate by fear. He has not given us a spirit. That word fear means timidity, being to, to be timid. It actually means to be a coward. It means I'm afraid. I'm a coward. I don't want to have to face something. I don't want to have to go into something. We don't, we're not governed by fear, brothers and sisters. You know why? Do not be governed by fear. Don't be led by fear. We can handle whatever God brings in our life. Whatever God permits, whatever direction things go in, we can handle it. There's nothing that God allows you and I to go through that he has not already empowered us to handle. He's not giving us a spirit of fear. Uh, whatever the outcome is, we can face. You can face. You can handle. We do not. We didn't handle them. We have handled a pandemic. We're still here. We've gone through the financial stress. Can it get any worse? And we're still here, still worshiping God, still loving him. He's still providing. He's still opening up doors. We are not to be governed by fear. Don't be led in any direction in your life by fear. If you're making choices led by fear, that's the wrong way to make decisions. Don't operate. Don't move. Don't be guided by fear. Uh, but how are we to be led? It says right here in verse 7, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but here's what he has given us is a spirit of power and of love and of a sound mind. Can I, can I just take a few moments? I promise I'll be finished in a few minutes. He tells us we ought to be led by, here's how we ought to be led by. Number one, we ought to be led by the spirit of power. Dunamis is a Greek word. Dynamite, that's where the word dynamite comes from. We're to be led with the thought of power, the power of God. This is what that means. It means that we are following and being led by a power that has the capacity to fight our battles, to answer our prayers, to bring deliverance in our life. We are led by dunamis power. This is the greatest power on earth. We got the greatest power that there is. Our power is not in guns or riding or fighting or arguing or debate. That's not where our power is. Our power is in the spirit of God. He, you know what I discovered? He has the power to open up a door that nobody can close. 
He has the power to close the door that nobody can open. We serve a God that has dunamis, dynamite power. In the words of J.J. Walker on Good Times, dynamite. That's the kind of a God we serve. He has power in his hands. And we're to be led with the understanding that God can fight our battles. God is the one who can open doors. God is the one that has the power. Our decisions are to be led and ruled and guided by his awesome, mighty power. He's an amazing God with all power in his hands. He is an amazing God with all power in in his hands. He has the power, you know, here's the thing, he has the power to change hearts. That's powerful when you can change a person's heart. When you, you can go from being a drug addict to being free, that's power. When you can go from hating to loving, that's power. When you can go from one posture to the next and your heart gets changed, that's the power of God, the presence of God. And we are to be led and guided with the understanding that we serve a God that has all power in his hands. I know, I know you've heard that before, but some of us are making decisions that are not guided by the spirit of power. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power. I love that right there. It gives me hope. It gives me the confidence that I can face whatever I have to face in life. You can face whatever you have to face in life. We serve a God that has power. The enemy wants you to be fearful and have anxiety about your future. About what's going to happen. God, God is in charge. He has power. He has a divine plan. He's is working it out. And everything that goes on and everything that happens, God is orchestrating it. He is, he is moving. You know, here's what I learned about God. He's moving pieces on the chessboard of my life so that when I get to where I'm supposed to be, I can be everything he wants me to be. I can do everything he wants me to do. I can achieve the things he's ordained for me to achieve because he's orchestrating the events and things and affairs of my life so that by the time I get to where I'm going, I'll have what I need. And he's doing the same thing for you. He hasn't ceased being God. He hasn't stopped being God. He hasn't stopped being in control. He's still sitting on the throne. Woo. I feel a shout coming on me right now. He's still in control. He still has all power. He still is an anointed God. He still is looking out for our care and our concerns. And he has not given us a spirit of fear, but he's given us a spirit to recognize his power and that his power resides in you and I. His anointing resides in you and I. When you accept the Lord Jesus in your life and he's in charge of your life, he puts his power in you. You can live holy. You can walk the straight path. You can overcome your challenges and addictions. You can win. You're not going to lose. You're a winner. He has given us a spirit of power and of love. Here's number two, sub point two. He gave us a spirit of love. This is important and significant. It's the Greek word agape. That word agape means unconditional love. He has given us the capacity to love people unconditionally. Now, that's, that's a tall order to meet, to love somebody unconditionally. But that's what he says. I'm, I'm giving you a spirit to love others unconditionally. I've given them a spirit of, 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 of love. That means I'm going to give with hopes of getting nothing back. That's what agape means. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to serve and I don't want anything back. I'm going to give and I don't want anything. I'm not looking for anything back. 
That's what, that's what agape love means. It means I am in a posture or a position to be able to think about you first and not simply make decisions based on what's in my best interest. See, here, here's what many people's problems are. They're thinking about what's in their best interest as opposed to somebody else's interest. God has called us and given us a spirit to not be driven by or guided by a spirit that only looks out for yourself. Ooh, preach on, pastor. He has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love. We are called to give and to serve, looking out in the best interest of other people. But he didn't stop there. He's not only leading us by power, his anointing. He's not only leading us by his love, and he's called us to have that same love in us. He's also leading us with us by a sound mind. That means stable thinking. One of our deacons, Deacon Moore, always talks about some people have stinking thinking. And if the truth be told, some of you have stinking thinking. It's not stable. It's illogical. It's fearful. It's guided by anxieties. No, we, we, we're, we're, we, God didn't give us illogical fears. He didn't give us anxieties. He gave us a sound mind. He gave us a mind that thinks decently. He, he put us in our right mind. When I was growing up, we also talk about I'm clothed and in my right mind. And I, that's what we got to give God for. Because if y'all tell the truth, we're about one incident away from going crazy. <laughs> one drama away from losing our mind. One but if it had not been for the grace of God, if it had not been for the spirit that he puts inside of us, see, here's what I'm giving God for, giving God thanks for. I've gone through enough in my life and you've gone through enough in your life that you should have lost your mind. You should have gone crazy. But I'm still here. I'm still here and I'm stable. I'm in my right mind. I'm still loving God. I'm still everything God wants me to be. I'm still here. And so are you. I've got a sound mind. I'm thinking the way God wants me to think. I don't have illogical fears or illogical thinking. I'm thinking the way the Lord wants me to think. And that's what God has called us to do. Recognize he's given us a spirit of stability. Stableness. We're stable. You're stable. You're, people, you, you know there's a lot of people wandering, wandering the streets of our cities who don't think straight. And the truth be told, it ought to be you with all the mess and all the hell you done gone through, all of the stuff that the devil has tried to make you lose your mind. But you haven't lost your mind. You're still here. You're still serving God and you're still loving God and you're still doing all right. You're still here. Somebody ought to give him praise and give him thanks and give him the glory. I'm still here. I'm still here serving the living and resurrected God. I'm still here reading my word. I'm still here. I'm in the same mind, loving my wife, loving my children. I'm still here. Wife just, uh, my wife and I just gave, uh, our son and his wife just gave birth to my sixth grandchild. I got to stay sane. I got children and grandchildren. I got to see them to their destiny. I'm still here. 
and God got you still here so that you can be everything he wants you to be. You can do everything he's calling you to do. You can become everything he's calling you to become. You are still here because you still have a purpose. You still have a future. You still have a destiny. You are still here. I haven't lost my mind. I'm not crazy. I'm sane. Hallelujah. That devil wants you to think that you've, you've, you've lost all hope and you have nowhere to go. My assignment is to tell you, you still have a future. And nothing that the devil throws in your path can frustrate you or defeat you or, or cause you harm because we serve a God who has all power in the sense. And if God allows anything to come in your life, it means he has something much better for allowing it to happen. There's something good that's going to come out of it. I am persuaded that Romans 8:28 is true. All things work together for good to those who are the called according to its purpose, to those who have an assignment from God. God has my future mapped out and all things, everything that comes in my life, God's got it worked out. Here's what I tell myself. When drama rises up, when drama comes to my front door, I say to it, I say, I wonder how God's going to work this one out. And over my years of life, I've seen him work it out every time. I've seen good come out of it every time. When this pandemic hit, I didn't know how it was going to turn out. Matter of fact, when it first happened, when the pandemic first happened, I said, we ain't going to shut down our church. That's the way I would always talk all the time. We ain't shutting down church. But guess what? I have learned I, that God has moved us to another dimension and to another level all because of the pandemic. We, we are doing stuff we have never done before and God has brought about a change in our church that would not have happened had it not been for the pandemic. All things work together for good. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> and it's going to work together for your good too. And so my assignment, my, my word today to you, memorize this verse. Get this in your heart that God has not given us a spirit of fear. Fear didn't come from God. I'm not, wor I'm not worried about the elections. I do have my preference of who I'd like to see win. Yes, I do. I do. But if he don't win, it's okay. God is still God. I'm not worshiping these candidates. I'm not worshiping the political parties. My hope for my future is not in these political candidates or their parties. It's not in them. My confidence, my hope, and my trust is in the resurrected Savior, Jesus Christ, who died on the cross for my sins and gave me the capacity and the ability to have eternal life. That's where my hope is. My hope is that he's been in charge all my life. He ain't going to stop now. He's going to stay in charge. He's still in charge. He's still got all power. Sin. I'm putting my trust in him. And you got to put your trust in that same God too. He has all power in his hands. He is an amazing God. You've been listening to FBCG Live with Pastor John K. Jenkins Sr. Are you being guided by the perspectives of others or by the Holy Spirit? If you've been blessed by this message and would like to help us reach more people through this ministry, please click the link in the podcast description or visit our website, fbcglenarden.org slash give to donate. Thank you for joining us. We hope that you'll subscribe so that you'll never miss an episode. Be sure to tune in next week.